welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. People hurt people. Let me say that again. People hurt people. Sometimes it's inadvertently, by mistake, not meaning to. Other times, sadly, it is on purpose. You know, we wound people with our words, and we are wounded by words. We're wounded by attitudes, by actions, by lack of actions. There are all kinds of ways that we can be offended or we can offend someone else. And as the Scriptures teaches us, offense is inevitable. We live in a broken world with broken people, and we absolutely get offended and we offend. Sometimes it's huge, sometimes it's just in small ways. And so, that puts us in a place, potentially, of unforgiveness. And unforgiveness is its own self-made prison. An unforgiving heart, an unforgiving spirit, turns eventually into bitterness, if not dealt with, And that bitterness of the soul is really a cancer of the soul. It will eat away at us. It will eat away at our joy. It will eat away at other relationships and so on. And there's, there's really only one remedy for all of that, and it is forgiveness. Forgiveness. The Word of God has a good bit to say about it. As a matter of fact, at the very heart of the message of the Word of God is forgiveness. Listen to what the Apostle Paul told the believers in the church at Ephesus. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31, he says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. And then in verse 32, he says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Forgive one another as God forgave. Well, I guess the question is, is how did God forgive? And I'm happy to tell you that the Word of God gives us some insight into that. And I want you to listen up today. If you right now are experiencing an offense, either you've offended or you've been offended, if you're experiencing that grudge that's in your heart or someone else has, has hurt you and maybe, uh, or, or whatever. Listen to how God has forgiven. And that sets the standard for us. We forgive as God in Christ forgave us. Well, first of all, uh, God in His forgiveness does not, He does not overlook the offense. He doesn't overlook sin. He doesn't just say, give a wink and a nod and say, oh, that's okay. You really didn't mean to. We'll, we'll overlook it this time. God doesn't do that. As a matter of fact, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18 tells us that the one who never sinned took upon himself our sin. It was a very serious thing. Sin is a very serious thing to God. Our offense against Him, and it is against Him. We sin. It is totally an offense against God. God is the offended party. And, and God doesn't just say, oh, that's okay. God is a righteous, just God. And that sin has to be dealt with. It has to be paid for. And I'm so glad that Jesus paid it all. 
um, and and he took care of it, and he satisfied God's righteous uh, righteous person, and and his righteous demands. And uh, the Word of God uses a big word called propitiation. Propitiation means full satisfaction, paid in full. That's what happened when Jesus died on the cross. God didn't overlook our sins. He came himself in the person of Jesus Christ, the second person of the Godhead, God the Son, Jesus. God came himself and took upon himself human flesh and became one of us and lived a perfect sinless life and perfectly fulfilled the law, something that no one else has ever done. And yet at the end of that time, this innocent, sinless one took upon himself our sin and paid for them. So God does not overlook sin, and he doesn't want us to do that either. But then secondly, God had a heart to forgive even before we ask. While we were still offending him, God had a heart to forgive. I think about Luke chapter 23, verses 33 and 34, where Jesus hung on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And and in the original language, which doesn't come through in the English, he was saying it over and over again, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Even before we were alive and had sinned, even before we had the opportunity to ask, God had a heart to forgive. How does God forgive? Well, He extends forgiveness, though, when we ask. When we uh, realize that we have offended a righteous and holy God, we sinned against Him, and we come and we ask for forgiveness. Once we ask, He extends forgiveness. And not until. You see, He made a way for forgiveness, uh, and He is offended by our sin, but he, and He's willing to forgive. He has a heart to forgive, But His forgiveness comes only when we ask, and then it happens. And then finally, how does God forgive? He fully forgives. I am so glad for Romans 8, 1, the first verse of chapter 8 in Romans. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. None. There is no double jeopardy with Almighty God. You see, when we come before the throne of God and we ask for forgiveness, we say, God, here's my advocate, here's my lawyer, here's my attorney, and he's the one that died to pay for my sins. Sins are paid in full. Father, forgive me. And God brings the gavel down and says, sins forgiven. And not only does he say sins forgiven, but he says, you are righteous. You are now in right standing with me. You are now clothed in the righteousness of my son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how God forgives. So let me just real quickly uh, wrap up or summarize what I just said. We must forgive as God forgives. How does God forgive? Number one, he doesn't overlook or make light of the sin. He doesn't say, oh, that's okay and pretend that it's not there and hope that it goes away. But rather he punishes sin and he punished sin in himself on the cross. God doesn't overlook the, the offense. And secondly, He had a heart to forgive even before we ask. Father, forgive them. And thirdly, the way God forgives is He extends forgiveness after, when we ask for forgiveness. That's how God does it. And then finally, number four, how does God forgive? He forgives fully. He forgives fully. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. He forgives fully completely and fully. And so, from that, if we are to forgive as God forgives, there are some principles that we need to understand and apply 
for our forgiveness, for us to forgive others. And, and here are those principles. First of all, number one, acknowledge the wrong done to you. Don't rationalize it away. You can't bury that thing. You can't hope that it'll go away. You can't make light of it. Whether it's a small offense, you've been offended in a small way, or it's a large offense. And I may be talking to some people today that have experienced some awful atrocities. You know, I talk to people outside the borders of the United States. Some of you go through persecution of all various kinds at different levels. And some of us, uh, some, some of you have been offended by relatives. You know, there's all kinds of offenses that happen. I'm not going to get into the down and dirty of that. But I want you to know that you can't rationalize it away. You can't bury it. You can't pretend it's not there. You've got to acknowledge that the wrong has been done to you. But then secondly, you've got to have, beginning, a heart of forgiveness. And there's only one way to do that. That is through the mercy and grace of Almighty God. We have to remember, if we're going to have a heart to forgive, even before they ask, even if they never ask, have a heart. It's a matter of what's happening in us, of us letting go. And and by the way, forgiveness is a willingness to give up the resentment and the need to get revenge, to exact revenge. God said it this way, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. And when God says it, He means it. God can get them back much better than we can, right? But forgiveness is letting go of resentment, letting go of the need to get vengeance, putting it in the hands of Almighty God. And so uh, to have a heart like that, we've got to understand how much we've been forgiven. And we've been forgiven a lot. There's a story in the Scriptures that Jesus told about a man that owed, and I'm just going to quickly give these figures. He owed like $10 million. It was an unrepayable debt for this, uh, for this lowly servant. And he goes in, he begs for forgiveness. The man forgives him of that $10 million that he could never repay. Then the same forgiven man goes out on the street and finds someone that owes him a day's wages. And he says, forgive, give me my money. And the, and the guy said, please give me some time. And he grabbed him by the throat and demanded that he would be uh, uh, give him his money, that day's wages. And then he threw him in the debtor's prison. Well, you know the rest of the story. When the man who had forgiven him the $10 million heard that, he had him thrown into prison. Now, God forgives us, and He forgives us completely and fully. It's a $10 million debt we could never repay. And if we've been forgiven so much, we need to remember that as we forgive others and ask God to give us the grace, the mercy, the ability to have a heart of forgiveness. So we don't overlook sin. We don't rationalize the offense away. We don't pretend it's not there. We don't try to explain it uh, away, but, but we uh, take it seriously. Secondly, we have a heart to forgive. It starts inside our hearts. But thirdly, we extend forgiveness when they ask. If they never ask, some, some of you have been offended by somebody that's now dead. They can't ask anymore. And so that's where it stops. You've got to just in your heart let go of it and give it over to God. That'll free you up. That, that will bring your joy back. That'll stop that cancer from eating away at your soul. Uh, but, but when they ask, extend forgiveness. Now, forgiveness doesn't mean that you immediately begin trusting again. That's a whole other issue there. But it means you let go of the need for revenge or to want to see revenge or vengeance on them. And then uh, the, the fourth thing is, having been forgiven much, as I've already said, 
fully forgive, freely and fully forgive, your life will be so much better. Don't be a grudge bearer. Don't be somebody that's always easily offended and then you let those offenses stack up and stack up and stack up. The scriptures talk about something called a root of bitterness. And that root of bitterness can go deep into our soul and it can just eat away at us. Why would you live like that? Why would you live like that? And, and by the way, if we are unwilling to forgive others, how can the Father forgive us? He made it very clear. Forgive us our debts, Jesus said in the model prayer, as we forgive those that, that trespass against us. And then later on in the passage, it says, if you don't forgive, the Father doesn't forgive. Forgiveness is such an important thing. Will you today, will you today uh, forgive? Offenses are going to come. If you haven't been offended much, Hold on. You're living in a world where somebody's going to offend you, get on your nerves, hurt you. Some of you are going to be hurt very badly. And you can hold on to it or you can let it go. And that, again, doesn't mean that you uh, make light of it or that you rationalize it away. It is something you recognize as a definite hurt. But let go and let God take care of it. Aren't you glad that you've been forgiven of your sin by Almighty God because of Jesus Christ. Well, with that, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.